Welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. Nice to have you on for our second hour. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Give us a call here at 313-778-7600 if you want to join the conversation. And we're joined by Kurt McAllister, who is Toyota's Midwest Public Relations Manager right there in Detroit. Kurt, how are you? Great, Henry. How are you today? Doing good. Uh, I'm out in San Diego. Didn't quite get back to uh, Detroit last night. Uh, out here for a Toyota program uh, testing the all-new uh, BRZ 4X, which is uh, really a, a neat car. The the uh, embargo doesn't come off uh, on this vehicle uh, until a couple weeks from now. But I but I. I can say, as you know, uh, that it is a uh, is really a striking looking vehicle, and um, and 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 rides uh, unlike any Toyota I've had before because it's electric. Yeah, it uh, BZ4X will be our first real foray, you know, into the EV market. So you're right; the the, the styling is is phenomenal. Uh, I think people will be. Um, very interested in this vehicle for, in terms of, of what kind of range it provides. It's stylish, and like I said, we can't quite talk about it yet, but um, everyone is really uh, excited at Toyota about bringing this to market. Yeah, and uh, what, what we can talk about today is the uh, coming GR Corolla, and it just gives you a sense of the bandwidth of the Toyota lineup in this country, the, the same day last Friday that I was driving the uh, this uh, electric uh, SUV from Toyota, the BZ4X, I was uh, writing an article about the GR Corolla, which is a uh, bandy-legged, 300 horsepower, uh, hot hatch Toyota in the compact sedan segment. Um, you know, think of it. Think of the breadth there between those two cars, and uh, I had just gotten out of a Toyota GR86, which is a $28,000 sports car that Toyota makes, uh, in the wake of probably the biggest launch of the year for Toyota, which was the Toyota Tundra, which is a uh, full-size pickup truck. Kurt, that's, uh, that's quite a range of vehicles. You know... It, 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 we are right now between Toyota Lexus. We're we're going to be introducing uh, either all new or refreshed 21 vehicles this year. Um, it's probably the biggest launch year we've had, maybe ever, and we're doing it in the face of which you know a lot of people consider tough times in terms of uh, the pandemic and maybe some of the issues around supply chain. Uh, but you know that just shows the optimism that we have uh, for this industry, and I think it shows that. People are ready for a new product, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know we've got something in every segment coming out. But uh, you know the the GR series, you know this is these are vehicles that we can have a lot of fun with. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to uh, to get into this uh, GR uh, Corolla, uh, the GR eighty six, uh, which I was driving a week ago out in Phoenix is a is a fabulous. Little car. I, I'm, I'm always so excited when I get in that car because it's uh, the most affordable sports car in the market, along with the uh, Subaru BRZ and the Mazda Miata. Uh, you know, there are a lot of great 
supercars out there. I'm privileged in the job I have. I get to drive Chevy Corvettes and, and uh, Porsche 911s, but not everybody has $100,000 in their po- pocket. And to be able to walk into a dealership and uh, buy a $28,000 uh, GR86, I think, is a real uh, is a real treat. And now you guys are getting into the hot hatch segment with this GR Corolla. It's been a long time coming. I mean, I you know the uh, Toyota's been a, obviously been the big dog in that segment for a long time with the Corolla. That's a perennial bestseller in the segment. But um, meanwhile, you know, you've had VW GTIs and and uh, Honda Civic SIs and uh, Mazda 3 Turbos coming, and Toyota's kind of sat back. I'm sure your customers have just been have just been uh, uh, salivating for this day when Toyota would go all in with a hot edge. Yeah, I mean the uh, you know a lot of our, our a lot of those aficionados here, those those real sports car aficionados. They they kind of look across the, they look across the pond and they say, how can we can't have like a GR Yaris here? Um, but you know this is kind of our our answer to that. That you know the the, the GR Corolla is going to bring a lot uh, to that enthusiast market. If you think about it, as you kind of mentioned, Henry, Corolla the Corolla nameplate has been around since 1966. It's it's it's, it's a great bar bet. Uh, what's the best-selling nameplate in the history of the automotive industry? And it's Corolla. We've sold more than 50 million Corollas worldwide. And just last year, we actually added to the family with our Corolla Cross SUV. So it just goes to show that there's still a lot of name equity in Corolla. But with this vehicle, <laughs> this 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 touches on a, a new nerve, and that's the people who like to go out and have a lot of time and throw their car around. Yeah, really excited about that, and and I get a sense. Uh... Uh, that the that Akio Toyota had a little something to do with this. I mean, this is a, an unusual uh, CEO of an auto company. He really likes to get out on the track himself, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah we're, we're blessed. Uh, to have a CEO who's a real car guy and not just like an MBA, um, I mean, he is, Akio Toyota is actually a master driver. So um, he's a guy who is, he's, he's, got, he's got oil under his nails. He, he loves to drive. And back around 2007, back when he came on board as our as our uh, CEO globally, uh, he started this kind of this rogue skunkworks program called Gazoo Racing. And Gazoo Racing, really, what it did, it helped with the development of vehicles like the Scion FRS, which eventually became Toyota 86. It had a big part in the development of the Lexus LFA supercar. And in the last, in 2015, it became an official entity within Toyota, the Gazoo Racing. And because of that, we have GR properties such as GR Super and, as you mentioned, GR86. So this has become part of our lineup now. And believe, when I say this, believe me, every vehicle that is ready for market has got Oculus fingerprints on it because, one, it's not only does it have to look good, it has to drive good. And so having that kind of skill set in the uh, in the boardroom is really something that we, uh, we're, we're very happy and very pleased about at Toyota. Yeah, he's uh, you know been hands on from the get go. Uh, you know, getting into this particular class of car, a small sedan GT. Uh, he was part of a race team uh, at the 24 Hours Nurburgring a few years ago. Um, you know, that was uh, starting the the development road down to this car. As you say, this this car has been at least part of this car 
has been available in Europe in the um, uh, in the in the uh, the, the smaller subcompacts uh, market in the Yaris, with the GR Yaris, uh, with with this uh, turbo three cylinder. And that that engine is going to come into this car uh, here in the states in the larger Corolla. That's an unusual uh, engine in itself. Most cars in this segment, uh, uh, GTI, uh, Mazda Turbo Three. Uh, are, are using four cylinders. I think this is right. going to be the first three cylinder uh, in the market. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so it is unique um, with with the GR Corolla. The three cylinder will be unique here in the United States for us, as you mentioned. You know, it it exists for GR Yaris, but for us, you know, even the the pedestrian um, Corolla hatch that's on the market now is a two liter four cylinder. But with this three-cylinder, you know, it's direct port injected, it's turbo. And so that's where you get the 300 horses from, the 273 foot-pound of torque. Uh, it also has our GR4 all-wheel drive system, which is customizable for both front and rear power settings, much like the GR Yaris. So, you know, this is going to, again, be that vehicle that you can throw around. Uh, not only can you, can you drive it, you know, uh, on the roads, but you can take winding roads. And again, you can actually take it to a track or take it on a rally circuit and be competitive. The other night when we did reveal this worldwide via via live stream, uh, I think the biggest cheer was when they announced that it's going to be allow, it's going to be um, uh, available in only six speed manual. <laughs> there, so there is no automotive, there is no automatic um, variable for this vehicle. It's only going to be allowed in a stick. And so I think that spoke to a lot of enthusiasts because, as you know. Whenever we, we've released the sporty car over the years, hey, does it come in a stick? Well, maybe it comes in an, automa- an automatic with paddle shifters. No, this is stick only. So I think this is going to speak to a lot of old school enthusiasts. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, a, lot, a lot of exciting things to talk about on this car. Uh, the Honda guys do that as well. They've got a, a tremendously loyal following with the SI and the Type, type R because they're uh, available with uh, manuals. Uh, this this Toyota. Uh, will will be, I think, only the third car in the segment uh, with all-wheel drive joining the the Subaru WRX and the uh, and the Mazda Turbo Three with all-wheel drive. I mean, people uh, up in the up in the northern climates uh, like where we live are going to love that. It's going to be a true all-season uh, car. And 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 Kurt, the thing just looks. The thing just looks aggressive. I mean, <laughs> it is, yes, it is. It is really a hot-looking car with big swollen fenders on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's about two and a half inches wider uh, than the uh, the normal uh, Corolla hatch, and yeah, it's just that it's it's got it's got actually um, vents uh, along the side. It, it looks it, it again, and those are actually workable vents. Those just aren't for for window dressing. But yeah, if you look at the taillights, if you look at if you look at the face, and one thing that strikes people is when they look at the rear, they see the, the tri exhaust. So we actually have triple exhaust um, there, and these again, these are operational exhaust kits. These are not just for show. You know, again, they were designed to reduce back pressure for maximum power delivery. So you look at that, and there is also we have a launch edition called uh, it's going to be called the um, the circuit edition. And that's only allow. It's only going to be sold in the first uh, model year, and again, that it comes in what we call a heavy metal, kind of a, a gray tone. It's going to have carbon fiber roof. It's got even more vents on on the on the hood itself, and again, it uh, it just looks the part. It looks it looks like a very formidable car that um, that you could throw on a track at any moment. 
Yeah, I, I, uh, I think the, the base model is called the core model, and then you have a circuit edition, as you say, only available for the first year. Although that thing is so <laughs> that thing is so hot looking, uh, I gotta believe the orders are are going to go through the roof for it, and there'll be there'll be a lot of demand uh, beyond just the first year for that model. So uh, yeah, give us the uh, runway here, uh, Kurt, as to when this car uh, will be available to folks. Yeah, so um, we're probably looking at the, the latter half of this year is when it's going to become available. Um, and we'll, in the next couple of months, we'll announce pricing, we'll announce, of course, fuel efficiency. But, yeah, probably the latter part of calendar year 22. Um, but you did touch on one thing. I do have a little, couple of anecdotal stories that um, when this thing launched, you know, via the web on Thursday night, a lot of our dealers, our 1,230-odd dealers around the country, uh, they got a lot of people calling in and, and, and putting in down deposits as those early hand raisers. Even here in Metro Detroit, we had one one of our dealerships out in Farmington Hills uh, record uh, a dozen people calling in and saying, hey, where can I put my money down for this? So the, uh, the excitement is true and excitement is real nationwide. So, um, you know, we can't wait to, to bring this to market. And, uh, again, we think it's going to speak to uh, to those people who still love to drive. And, and again, that's that's the, that's Accio's passion is, is speaking to those people who who see dream, driving as a pleasure, a pleasure in life. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, it's the perfect segment to do it. I I, I really think uh, the hot hat segment that this GR Cool is entering is is the is the, the most versatile car in the industry, in my opinion. I mean, it's uh, it's small enough to be. Uh, to be nimble and, and, and easy to drive, uh, but it's, it's big enough to fit four people and, uh, and, and have a utilitarian hatchback. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I love these cars. Uh, uh, look forward to seeing new ones in the market. And it's going to be great to see that GR Corolla. Kurt, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, great to have you on the weekend. Thank you, Henry. Appreciate it. That's Kurt McAllister. He is the Toyota Midwest Public Relations Manager, and we're all looking forward to that GR Corolla coming later this year. We're going to take a break, and on the other side of the advertisements, we'll be talking to Brad Olashansky about the new motor enclave down in Tampa, Florida, Drone Car Radio. Hello, Detroit. This is Kim Holt. I'm here to introduce you to MoreForDetroit.com. MoreForDetroit.com is a website giving you a brief summary of who Ricardo Moore is, what Ricardo Moore does, and what Ricardo Moore believes about Detroit. MoreForDetroit also has a comprehensive list of contact numbers on who to call just in case. MoreForDetroit is for you. M-O-O-R-E, the number four, Detroit.com. This is Wayne County Sheriff Raphael Ray Washington inviting you to join me for On the Line with Reverend Sheffield for our live radio and TV Wayne County Sheriff's Recruitment Fair Saturday, April 9th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. in the Sheffield Center, 12048 Grand River at Wyoming. A free home-cooked breakfast will be served. If you are 18 years of age and over and have a GED or high school diploma, you can join my team by becoming a Wayne County Sheriff. Come Saturday, April 9th, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., and sign up to be a Wayne County Sheriff at the Sheffield Center. Again, 12048 Grand River in the city of Detroit. If you are 18 years of age and over and have a GED or high school diploma, you can join my team 
by becoming a Wayne County Sheriff. A free home-cooked breakfast will be served, so come take advantage of this opportunity to become a Wayne County Sheriff. We look forward to seeing you Saturday, April 9th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Jamie Harrington for more information at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at jamie at my38detroit.com. Into Car Radio, you're on 910 AM Superstation, and very excited to have our next guest on the line, Brad Olashansky, is the owner and founder of the Motor Enclave down in Tampa. But uh, Brad Olashansky was also the founder of M1 Concourse, which is uh, one of the most exciting, uh, uh, most exciting motor projects, uh, auto projects. Uh, in the Detroit area, in, in my time in, in Detroit, in the last 20 years, it's become uh, such a uh, such a great uh, uh, space, uh, not only for for uh, its members who like to uh, take their cars there on the weekends, but also for all of us who enjoy cars. They've held so many events there at M1, welcoming the public in, uh, whether it's roadkill nights. Uh, in August, or or whether it's the uh, uh, the big uh, vintage race car event that we just had uh, uh, in the last uh, last fall, uh, uh, Brad, uh, uh, welcome into the program. And uh, before we talk about motor motor enclave uh, from afar, you must be really proud of what M1 Concourse has become. Yes, hello Henry. Great to talk to you. Been a while. Uh, certainly miss uh, M1 and uh, Detroit. Now that I'm a Floridian, but uh, yeah, very proud of the place. I still have my garage there, so I do come up periodically and send to some of the events. Uh, it's exciting uh, that my vision was kind of 
continues to be taken through completion. Um, some of it not exactly the way I would have done it, but I uh, appreciate uh, everything uh, the way it's shaping up. And you know, obviously, the garage community is very successful, and all the cool events they're doing. Um, you know, my goal, like you said, is make it accessible to every car enthusiast. My, my philosophy is you should be able to come for free for an event, cars and coffee, and uh, we'll even give you a donut and coffee all the way up to uh, buy a T-shirt, rent the track, do a corporate event, and even buy a garage for hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. So that's what's happening, and uh, I'm very proud of it. I'm basically taking everything we learned in M1 and uh, kind of expanding on that with my new business. Yeah, so uh, uh, talk about what's going on down there in uh, in Tampa. You obviously learned a lot from your M1 concourse experience up here. Uh, the Motor Enclave is located uh, just just west of downtown uh, Tampa Bay, really right in the heart of the metropolitan area of Tampa, just like M1 concourse is in the heart of the metropolitan area. Uh, up here in in, uh, in Pontiac, uh, talk about what you're doing with Motor Enclave. Yeah, so based on the success of M1, I had people from all around the country calling me saying, "Hey, I want to do this in my town. I want to, you know, I've got I've got a property or money or this and that." And I flew around the country looking at different sites and meeting different people, and kind of concluded that I really don't want to do this with any partners per se. Um, and also, I wanted to make sure I chose the right cities, not just based on where people called me from. So I went through a pretty in-depth exercise taking the consumer personas of the M1 buyers and using data, plotting out cities around the country to determine where it might be successful based on car registration data and growth and wealth data and other factors. And it's not what people think. People always say, I mean, you should do this in Miami and do this in L.A. And there's a big difference between, you know, someone who's got a cool car and someone who, you know, is really a car person. Um, you know, my customers are true car people uh, and, you know, aren't just buying a car to drive around and show off. So it's a different market for that audience. And also the key is, compared to any other facility other than M1, you know, I'm, I believe that you got to be close where people live for them to enjoy it. Um, you know, the tracks are great, and there's lots of interest in these motorsports communities, but they're all usually located, you know, an hour or two from where people live. And it's not accessible, so you really only get a racing crowd. Well, I'm trying to attract the general enthusiast crowd and really monetize the business initially through selling these garages, which makes it a lot less risky venture. So using that data, we mapped out the country and looked at a bunch of cities, and you know, then it comes down to finding the right property and going through the zoning and all the stuff that is extremely, extremely difficult. I thought M1 was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity on the property, and thought that was the hardest thing I've ever done, and turns out the property I have in Tampa is probably even better location, more population, year-round weather, number one growth city in America right now. And uh, I chose it four years ago, so that was sort of before I actually done one, I already identified it. And um, turns out, uh, you know, we hit it at the right time, uh, and we are under construction in Tampa. By the way, I also chose a bunch of other cities which are in development as well, so I'm working on a project in Nashville, Tennessee. We were working on something in Columbus that we decided to put on hold because COVID really impacted that market from a buyer's perspective. But a few other cities are under development as well. But Tampa will be the first one built. We're under construction. 200 acres. It's twice the size of them, more than twice the size of M1. We're actually adding a 100-acre off-road track in addition to a 1.6-mile racetrack and a skid pad and the more garages. In Michigan, we sold about 250 garages um, to date. 
Uh, in Tampa, we're going to have 350 garages. We've already sold 210 of them in the last nine months, which is crazy because it took four years to do that in Michigan, and we've done it nine months before we even built the garage. So it's a great, great market. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic, uh, and and uh, uh, folks can go to motoronclay.com and uh, check out the property. I know you're also posting uh, regular pictures of the construction uh, progress down there with uh, uh, plans to have everything open later this year in 2022. I remember when uh, when I first met you uh, in Detroit, and uh, this is 2015-ish, I want to say. And you were putting together uh, the uh, your your dream on this property in Pontiac, and your initial um, your initial plans had, had just been to do a, a, um, a car garage uh, enclave. Yeah. And as you looked at that 85 acre property up in Pontiac, all of a sudden it made a lot of sense to you to put a, to put a track uh, in the middle of that property. And that, that track has just been hugely successful at M1. Obviously, track rats like me uh, 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 take advantage of it. I noticed this new pro- uh, new property uh, also uh, has, a, has a track as its centerpiece, a one-and-a-half-mile uh, track. Um, uh, that's, uh, that, that's, that's got to be exciting. Yeah, I mean, the track, you're right, that wasn't part of the plan, and actually some of the other, other projects I'm doing are just garages. Track is a very cool amenity, um, but you got to be very careful how you operate the track because most of these facilities around the country are, you know, very wealthy guys who build it. You know, they want to build a dream racetrack and think there's lots of other wealthy guys who will pay crazy money to make it work as members, and there's just not a big enough audience. So when we had the, when we ended up with the, when I ended up with the larger property in Michigan at M1, we looked at, well, could we make a track work financially? And we sort of flipped the model from every other facility. And same thing I'm doing here in Tampa. The track is a great amenity and accessible to our members at a very low cost compared to other facilities. Um, and we only have to give them eight to 10 hours a week of track time. And that's more than most of them will ever use. And the rest of the time you can use it for corporate entertainment. You know, it's sort of like a top golf activity, but with vehicles instead of golf and have an event venue and have your corporate meeting, team building, off-site, charity event, et cetera, and have some public track days and driving schools and things like that. So there's lots of different revenue streams, and you're not reliant on a very high-priced motorsports club that is just not realistic because most of the members of M1 are not into racing. They just want to go take their street legal car out and have fun a few hours here and there. If you told them it's 50 grand a year, they would all kind of shake their head. Well, our club in Michigan, I think, is five grand a year or something now, um, which on an hourly basis for the amount of track time you get is, is, is extremely reasonable. So we're doing the same thing here. And in, in the Tampa, in addition to year-round weather, we're very excited. We're building a even bigger event center. Tampa's a big convention town, big cruise town. You're an hour from Orlando, an hour from Sarasota. Um, there's just huge potential for the corporate activations. Um, which, by the way, turned out to be, even in Michigan, not predominantly automotive. That was my original premise was it's going to be all auto companies doing, you know, ride and drives and testing and media events. And, you know, we get plenty of those, but it turns out most of our customers are any kind of business that wants to do a cool activity for their employees or executive team or clients. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, that's got to be huge. Uh, in Tampa, as you say, big convention town, but also that you got 12 months of weather. I mean, uh, in M1, 
I've, I've gotten to know the folks at M1 uh, well over the years, uh, thanks in no, no small part to your hospitality early on. But, uh, you know, there's, there's been a downtime here uh, during these winter months where the uh, facility is not as used, where, uh, boy, Tampa, uh, you guys are going to be busy 12 months out of the year, it sounds like. Yeah, that's a, that's a good and bad news. <laughs> it's nice to have a four-month break in Michigan. Uh, but, yeah, we're excited about that. I mean, it's definitely a very active, uh, you know, obviously growth is insane here in Florida and Tampa. Like I said, number one growth city. you got a huge sports town here, uh, as everyone knows. But also people's lifestyles are a little bit different. You know, in Michigan, our customers, you know, a lot of them are working in this is a sort of side stop along the way between work and home. In Tampa, in Tampa Bay, you get a lot of a lot of people that are here because there's plenty still working, but a lot of them are retired and have a different lifestyle. So I think we're going to have a much more active community, even more so than M1, which is very active. We also have a much bigger, uh, much bigger audience of experienced drivers and track people here in Florida and in Tampa. Particularly, a lot of you know teams. We sold garages to handful of racing teams and race car drivers and former drivers and so we're going to have some really exciting people that are part of our community yeah folks love their motorsports in florida glad to hold on there if you will we're just going to take a quick ad break and on the other side we'll be continue our conversation with brad olashansky founder of the motor enclave in tampa you're on car radio There are more than 1,000 reasons to check out Wayne County Community College District online. New online classes and programs, online student services, financial aid and advising, and a bookstore that delivers to your doorstep. It's a new day and a new way at WCCCD. Register for the upcoming semester now at www.wcccd.edu. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello? Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. This is Wayne County Sheriff Raphael Ray Washington inviting you to join me for On the Line with Reverend Sheffield for our live radio and TV Wayne County Sheriff's Recruitment Fair Saturday, April 9th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. in the Sheffield Center, 12048 Grand River at Wyoming. A free home-cooked breakfast will be served. If you are 18 years of age and over and have a GED or high school diploma, you can join my team by becoming a Wayne County Sheriff. Come Saturday, April 9th, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., and sign up to be a Wayne County Sheriff at the Sheffield Center. Again, 12048 Grand River in the city of Detroit. If you are 18 years of age and over and have a GED or high school diploma, you can join my team by becoming a Wayne County Sheriff. A free home-cooked breakfast will be served, so come take advantage of this opportunity to become a Wayne County Sheriff. We look forward to seeing you Saturday, April 9th, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. 
The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. 19 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500 with a must-air within 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Jamie Harrington now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. All right, welcome back to Car Radio. You're on 910 AM Superstation talking with Brad Olachansky about the Motor Enclave down in Tampa, Florida, which is under construction, opening later this year. And, Brad, um, uh, looking at this uh, the facility, your 200-acre facility, uh, again, as you say, twice as big as your original facility, uh, M1 Concourse up here, a big off-road component to what you're doing in Tampa. You've got a Rallycross experience. You have a Rubicon trail experience. Uh, there's been a real explosion uh, in the last decade in interest uh, in off-road SUVs, off-road racing. Uh, are you hearing that from your customers? Yes. I mean, we, I, I, I wanted to include that component because we had so much demand for it at M1, but we had no place to put it. Obviously, with uh, Motorbella and the car show uh, last summer in Michigan, a couple of car companies built their own, you know, mini off-road courses, which is really, really cool. But, you know, all the car companies and, and consumers are looking for, you know, obviously the fastest find market is SUVs and side-by-sides, actually the number one market in, in the motorsports world. And people are, you know, most of the buyers of those don't actually put them through their paces or enjoy them the way they should be enjoyed. So we intend to do that. turns out there's as much, if not more, excitement about that component. Also because, one is because you're close to where people live again. That's why they'll enjoy it. People buy these Jeeps and Broncos in Florida, and in most places you have to go a few hours away to really go to a trail, and it takes a whole day, and it's a whole activity. Well, that's daunting and and time-consuming, and also not very controlled. It's like there's a lot of events, but it's like go drive through the countryside and a thousand of acres of forest, very dangerous, unmarked trails, et cetera. This is all purpose-built, highly designed, highly safe, you know, uh, controlled environment. And while 100 acres is not massive, it's plenty to have lots of fun. I mean, we go out there right now, it's not even completely built, and it's the, it's the most fun I've ever had in a vehicle. I and mean, we take side-by-side, or we have a Humvee at the site, and it's crazy to go over these obstacles. And, you know, we're going to have one course that's, that's kind of slow and steady for SUVs and, um, and and more tactical driving and then more of an experience for side-by-side. And then we'll have, we are going to attempt to do some sort of rally cross course, which uh, turns out there seems to be a market for it. I don't know how many people are actually have rally cars and take them on a, a course like that, but it's a lot of interest in it. So we're very, very excited about that component. And the site is incredible also from a natural beauty perspective. 
um, you know, right at the corner of I-4 and I-75, which is the busiest intersection of all of I-75. So we have, we have frontage across the entire front of I-75 there, which is great. But the site is just spectacular from a tree perspective. We've got grand oaks, hundreds of grand oaks, these giant storybook-looking trees. Um, and we've got wetlands, and we preserve 98% of the trees and wetlands, and it's just from an aesthetic standpoint. Planting's awesome, but the whole site was a factory in concrete and weeds. You know, we had to plant every tree. They were working with natural beauty and, and building everything amongst it. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be really exciting for you. Now, and, you know, and you, you walk into an enthusiast garage today, and uh, there's likely to have a Ford F-150 Raptor or a, a Jeep Wrangler Rubicon or a Ford Bronco Badlands right next to their sports car. I mean, it really, this this whole... Uh, off-roading thing has really exploded in recent years. Where uh, you know the other, along with M1 up here that you created in Detroit, the other really cool project in Metro Detroit is Holly Oaks uh, ORV Park, which is uh, another half hour up the road uh, from M1, where you can go out and experience these vehicles in their natural habitat. And uh, you'll you'll have that all in one place uh, for your customer. I, I, I mean, is there any other place in the country? Like that, the two know of. There are a few of these other motorsports communities, like Monticello, uh, which is you know a couple hours from New York, have off-road uh, facilities, the more open trails in the woods, and they do more racing type activities. So there's really none that are purpose-built, attached to a facility that has a racetrack as well, uh, and especially close to population. So that's that's our differentiator, and and yeah, people are very excited about it. Also. Um, you know, people have these vehicles and never, you know, how many Range Rovers in Detroit have ever been on an off-road track, <laughs> even just to go out fun for an hour? Never. Um, and we also, we're excited about it because it's it's more accessible for, you know, putting kids in the vehicle. You know, they're oftentimes, we're, we're going to allow only caged cars or, or full SUVs, but if you put some, you know, if you put four people in a side-by-side and have a lot of fun very safely, you know, talking about putting people on a racetrack is a whole different level of, you know, one is fear from people driving, so a lot of people won't even do it because they're too too scared. Um, but also, we don't allow you know children and vehicles on the track at M1. Well, we can put kids in the back of it side by side in a controlled driving environment with a cage and a helmet and be very safe. So much more accessible. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think that's a great thing. Yeah, just uh, because uh, just just along with uh, the sports car and folks' garage, you have no idea how good a car is until you take it out on a track. And uh, now you'll, you guys will be able to uh, to share that experience off-road for people who don't know how good a Jeep Wrangler Rubicon is until you're off-road. I mean, the envelope of these things off-road is extraordinary. Well, Brad, uh, congratulations on the new project down there in, in Tampa. Uh, excited about the motor enclave, excited to see it open this fall, and, and uh, good luck in the construction. Well, thank you so much. Good to talk to you, and I uh, look forward to having you down here to try out a new track. And our track is actually designed by Herman Tilke, who's the number one track designer in the world, designs most uh, F1 tracks in Michigan. We uh, couldn't afford to do that originally at M1 because we were uh, extremely strapped and uh, new at it, and everyone was telling me I was crazy there and wouldn't work. So here we, uh, we went for the we really went for the best designer in the world. It's overkill for what we're using it for, but it's going to make for a really interesting track, and um, uh, people are very excited about the layout we have and the features we're going to have.
Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, look, I'm, I look forward to coming down there. Not to check it out. See you under the under. Great, thanks, Henry. <laughs> thanks, Brad. Yeah, have a great weekend. All right, so for our last segment today, we're going to go uh, back to the pocket rocket segment we were talking about at the top of the hour with Kurt McAllister of Toyota. We got the GR Corolla coming along into that segment, joining the PW Golf GTI, the Mazda Turbo 3, the Subaru WRX, uh, some of my very favorite cars, and, of course, another icon in that segment is the Honda Civic Si. And we have a whole new Civic Si in the market. And I sat down with Dan Calhoun, who is the product manager for the Si, to talk all about that new car. All right, this is Henry Payne for 910 AM Superstation uh, out in Malibu, California, a nice place to be in November at Neptune's Net, famous, uh, famous restaurant out here on the coast. Uh, but um, I'm testing a new Honda Civic Si, and where this car is really good is up in the mountains above Malibu. This is a sensational car. I'm joined by Dan Calhoun, who's a senior product planner for the Civic line. And uh, Dan, we, we the, the the base Civic's really good, but uh, motorheads like me, we 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 don't the, a Civic isn't complete, and we still we still we see an SI model, and it's great to be in this car. Yeah, that that's true. The enthusiasts, I mean, this is what they've been looking for. I mean, I've done. You know, we launched the, the the sedan. We launched the hatchback, and you know, I'm constantly being asked, "When's SI coming? When, when's SI coming?" So we finally got it here. We're really excited. We're glad to have everyone here to, to have a first chance to really drive this car. Yeah, and and uh, traditionally, you've got the original 1986 uh, Civic SI here, a little two door, and we were talking about this earlier, but I think this is the first time you guys have gone uh, to a uh, gone away from the two door and, and and offering only four door in this car. Uh, and it feels just as nimble as ever. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just kind of the decision. That's the way kind of we've seen the market go. I mean, we, when we did the 10th generation Civic, we had a sedan and we had a, a coupe at the same at the same time. And, you know, just seeing the trends in the industry, you know, we've seen the move to the SUVs and, and things of that nature. So, I mean, I, we still have a lot of confidence in Honda that cars are still very, very important. So our Civic and our Accord lineups are, are super strong. But, you know, again, you, the, the, the coupe market's really kind of tapered off. Um, and so we've decided that we just come out with that with the sedan. Yeah. You can still get that great, I mean, the great styling, and still get great handling. So everything you can get in the coupe, but just a little more practicality and versatility. Yeah, it's uh, um, and 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 like I say, you don't really notice the, the difference. Maybe once upon a time, the uh, two doors and the four doors felt different, but the the, the chassis and the suspensions now are are so good they're so stiff that uh, it, it's hard to tell a difference yeah that's true i mean this car i mean it's amazing the uh the, the base sedan as we as we talked about before is, is phenomenal we, we made changes on everything with it's the the stiffness of the car you know the rigidity the the chassis the suspension everything really makes this car really a dynamic dynamo so to speak and, and then si we actually enhance upon that so again this car really delivers and i think when you you had your chance to drive it through the twisties you could really experience what this car is all about yeah and it's uh the and the base car is very good uh, talk about the si and what you what you guys do with it uh, to make it different from the si beginning with the manual transmission yeah man the, the si has always had a manual transmission so over the the course of 
you know, it's life. We've never gone away from that. And it's it's kind of what the enthusiasts expect from us. I mean, when, when you look at what our customers want, uh, one of the key things that really excited about the SI is, is the manual transmission. And not just because it's manual, because it's such an amazing manual transmission, very short throws. It's just read out about being a driver's car. So that's a, that's a big piece of it. And we no longer offer it on the sedan. So to get the manual now, you have to come to an SI. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to go to the ad break here real quick, and on the other side, we'll continue with Dan Calhoun, product manager for the Honda Civic SI here on Car Radio. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. <laughs> the leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy. <laughs> Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. <laughs> call 800-928-0199. 800-928-0199. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. All right, welcome back into 910 AM Car Radio. We continue with our interview with Dan Calhoun, product manager for the Honda Civic SI. 
That's a that's a big piece of it, and we no longer offer it on the sedan. So to get the manual now, you have to come to an SI. Yeah, and and uh, and that's the only um, transmission offered uh, here. It's very good. Um, I, I I think this is one of the best. Uh, manuals in the business. I, I drive Porsches regularly. Uh, VW Golf GTI is a competitor, and uh, I, I think this really is uh, one of the best manuals. Is that something that you guys really spend a lot of time on? Yeah, the team. I mean, they focus on that. This was a big, a big component of this car. Again, it's all about the driving experience. That what is what is a performance? What does an enthusiast driver really look for? And again, as you mentioned before, with when it comes to chassis, suspension, steering. But that, that manual transmission is really key because that's all about, you're, you're constantly using it. In fact, other than the steering wheel, that's the thing you're basically touching the most. So it's all that experience and how that feels, and that's what really makes this such an overall great, um, just a great experience to, to, to enjoy. It, it, you know, it's interesting. Uh, there's a $28,000 car. I think the uh, base Civic starts at 22, uh, 23. Uh, the base car starts at twenty one seven. I mean twenty one nine. Yeah, yeah. Twenty one nine. So. So yeah, a lot of value in this car, and it's interesting as you go through the uh, specs. There's so much standard on this car, but you guys are pulling in technology to this car that um, mm -hmm. uh, you really expect in a luxury car. You got rev matching uh, with this with this manual transition, and you have a standard safety suite suite in a twenty eight thousand mm -hmm. dollar car that includes adaptive cruise control and blind spot. Yeah, that's true. We we pretty much loaded this car up. I mean, it's a it's the best of both worlds. This is the best equipped SI we've ever made. So not only is it performance, but you also get a lot of uh, great features on the cars. You mentioned we have blind spot, we have the rear cross traffic, we have a Bose premium 12 speaker audio system, which is really great. And then, again, talk about what the young people like. I mean, that really resonates. We've got you know, a nine inch touch screen. We've got the wireless car in there that you mentioned. Um, we have a moonroof standard on the car, and then we have a whole. You talk about the safety suite of of technologies, which is you have your adaptive cruise control, you have your lane warning. Um, so it's, again, very, very well equipped. And, and this MSRP starts at 27.3, and then when you add in D&D, you get just over like 28.3. But what the other thing you do is you had an all uh, summer tire on it, there's only a $200 option. Uh -huh. So you have your mud and snows, and then when summer comes around, if you want to add summer tires, it's only a $200 option for your all four tires. So that's another great uh, kind of a piece that you can add to this car to make the performance even better. Yeah, and I think uh, for this customer, uh, that's what's really brilliant is, is you look at uh, uh, you look at a twenty-eight thousand dollar car, or you look at a luxury car that's maybe forty grand, and you say, well, that's not really the price. I got to load all this stuff onto it. You can really get this car for under twenty-nine thousand dollars with all this safety equipment on it. Uh, as you say, you can option the summer tires. I think this uh, cool pl uh, paint we've got the the uh, blazing orange is another four hundred bucks. But you you can you can come into this car and and get all of these features for under twenty nine thousand bucks. Yeah, that's true, and it's it's a great. I mean, the, the thing about this car is it's such a great value. You, you can use it in an everyday driver, and it's very practical. So a young person that really wants something, but they want to have a little, they want a little bit more than just a basic car. It, it's great fuel economy. Um, it's it's again to your point affordable. It's easy to drive. You can have it on the freeway, and it's just like driving a normal, like your normal everyday commuter. But then when you really want to get out to the twisties or take this car and enjoy it, it really delivers for you. So and again, so it's very practical, very economical, um, just an overall great great buy. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I've got a 2006, um, a, a 2006 uh, a Civic. Um, and, and I think this is my favorite Civic since that generation. 
Um, that had a VTEC motor in it. Uh, it had a lot of character to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the cam changed over 6,000 RPM. Uh, it really started to scream. Uh, I think it was an 8,000 RPM uh, engine. Made about 200 horsepower, just like this. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about how the drive that the drivetrain philosophy has changed from that 2006 generation car to this turbocharged car. Yeah, the, the key thing about the turbochargers was great about them is you can get a lot of power from a small displacement. Um, and one thing about this car is we actually brought the, the, the uh, overall power band. So actually, we brought it down so the torque actually kicks in really quickly. So you get to enjoy that. And then as you talk about the top of the range, we've actually got it where it kicks in between 6,000 and 6,500 RPM. It actually is continuing the high output. So we've really enhanced that. Um, but the other great thing about the turbos is they gave great fuel economy. And, and that's very key in today's market. I mean, you see in California here, we're almost $5 a gallon, which is just, you know, crazy, crazy prices, and they keep going up. So yeah. that's where really the turbos are so great. If you get a naturally aspirated, you know, car that's, that's kind of putting out the same kind of output, you, you're sacrificing five or six MPG typically. So the, the turbo's really the best of both worlds. They've done a great job with, you know, back in the day, there might be a turbo leg or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. You just don't experience that now. Yeah, it really is, it's really good. Sorry. As as, as you said, um, uh, the, the the market has gone to SUVs, um, but but th this this car seems to be in a sweet spot. I mean, this is an enthusiast sweet spot. I've been impressed by how many manufacturers have stayed here. VW Golf GTI, uh, Hyundai's brought in their N brand in the um, in the Veloster and the Elantra. Uh, you guys have been here a long time yep. in this space. Um, where, do, you, do you see this as a as a as a, as a very strong uh, asset to to the company? This uh, SI enthusiast space. Yeah, the SI, the SI and the Type R both. These are, these cars. You know, there's just something about they bring in such a strong halo effect for our brand. I mean, it it it, it helps show Honda's engineering prowess. I mean, you get out and you drive this car and you're like, wow, this is amazing driving through the twisties. So it really does carry over to the entire Civic brand. And, and you know, again, you get the people that drive this car, they really are ambassadors. The, the enthusiasts get out, they tell their friends, they tell other people, they blog about it, they talk about it. So it does really elevate our overall Civic and in Honda in general. Yeah. So, so it's everybody knows about it, what an SI is. Uh, last question for you. The, uh, you guys bring in a coupe. Uh, or not a coupe, a uh, hatchback um, with, with the uh, uh, close to the entry level car. You do a hatchback in the top level Civic, the Type R. Mm -hmm. uh, the SI you choose to do a sedan. Yes. Um, what, what do you hear from customers in that regard, sedan versus hatchback? You know, they're, they're a little bit of unique, different customers. Um, hatchback people really don't necessarily look at sedans. They're kind of they have their own kind of a mentality. Uh, they're a little bit, they have a tendency to be a little bit more looking for a little more sportiness, maybe a little more style. And that's where the kind of the, the coupe went away is the, the hatchback kind of fills that role because it kind of has a perception of being even a, a sportier attribute. Um, the SI fits perfectly within the sedan side because we don't have a sedan uh, manual transmission on the base car. So it's that kind of that performance car. And then the hatchback, we do have a manual transmission on our sport and our sport touring. So that kind of fills the bridge then prior to going up to the Type R. So we, we look at it in the, in the way of the SI fits perfectly within the sedan and the Type R fits perfectly within the hatchback. And we don't build a, a ton of these cars because they are kind of image type cars. So we only want to select on sedan maybe 4% with the, with the SI. So we keep the volumes somewhat limited and kind of special. Mm -hmm. So that's why we, we don't want to compete with ourselves. So we give the, 
the sedan on the SI, the SI on the sedan side, and we have the Type R on that hatchback side. Yeah. Well, great to see this uh, SI out here, uh, uh, Dan. Uh, look forward to the Type R next, and maybe we'll jump in that and do an interview. Thank you. I'm sure we will. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for us today here at Car Radio. Uh, great program. I've been out here in San Diego and the American Southwest driving not only the Toyota BZ4X electric car, but also the all-new GMC Hummer EV and the nifty little Toyota GR86 sports car. So uh, uh, come back uh, uh, next week, and uh, in future shows, we'll be talking all about those cars as they come off embargo. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for Detroit News. We will see you next week. In the meantime, keep the shiny side up. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you. We won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy. For months and months and months, I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing.